Hi, this is David from Wedding Business Growth. Wedding Business Growth is committed to helping you succeed in the wedding and events industry and grow your business in a sustainable way. Thank you for tuning into Wedding Business Growth Podcast. And now stay tuned for part one of this episode. Boom. We're live. Here we are. I see What's it. What's going on, Luke? Oh, <laughs> a lot, Nick. It's been uh, it's been a long, productive day, to say the least. But um, how about you? It's been going good. Uh, as you can see, the right-hand man is currently not here. But do not worry. He will be here later in the stream. So uh, he's just doing an event right now. So doing what David does, man. He's uh, he's on top of his stuff for sure. So we got some good stuff lined up for everyone today. Um, super stoked uh, to, to talk to Luke and, and his crew on all the good stuff that they're doing uh, up north. Uh, great, great stuff going on. Uh, let everyone kind of file in here, get everyone in. Uh, if you're in the comments, uh, say what's up. You know, we're going to have a great panel tonight. All kinds of questions. Bring them in. Uh, let's talk. Let's let's build the community. And uh, man, so much good stuff going on, Luke. I'm, I'm really excited for it. Uh, we'll see if we get some comments in here. But honestly, it's been a been a pretty good week. Uh, things have been good. I'm I'm healthy, happy, trying to work. Hey, there we go. We got some stuff going on. Rob, what's up, man? How you doing? Hey, Rob. Uh, what's going on? Welcome. Yeah, just trying to stay busy. I'm gonna grab me a uh, Dr Pepper and unfortunately do my toast by myself, and then we'll, uh, we'll we'll get started here. I can't say I have my Dr Pepper. I play a little song while you while you get you ready. Oh, it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> it's damn uh, my son. Got to have a little bit of music. Cheers. We'll get started. I know so, it's, it's tough not having David to, to literally. Cheer. I know it's, this feels wrong. And it so, feels wrong, but we're you here. Might find, you What's might that? find that you'll be taken over, and David will be uh, gone, and that'll be it. It'll be like, hey, uh, <laughs> it'll be the next show. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> power, power duo there. Yeah, no, it's I'm, I miss him, but it, it's it's all good. Uh, let's see what we got here. Oh, here we go. I'm originally from Rhode Island. Hey, George, welcome. That's awesome. What part of Rhode Island? Really, really cool. So, Luke, what's what's going on? We had a big day today. Uh, some good stuff going off. Uh, let's hear about it. I want to I want to know what's going on. We had a huge day. So, uh, something for the records. We basically got to pull up. Well, not basically. We pulled off a mock wedding. We got to test forty-two uh, vendors and guests. All tested negative on these um, COVID tests. The Binax nows. Um, 15 minute test. So we literally, uh, yeah, 42 people all negative, which is great. Uh, we've had press there. We have, um, you know, we had all the, the setups for a wedding I mean, and we did everything safely. We had introduced the COVID safety officer today. I mean, it just was flawless. Uh, we, the weather held off. Uh, we were able to go outside. It was about 32, 33 degrees. Um, we got to do a ceremony outside. We got in to do our you know, our cocktail and reception that we got some snow. So, um, you know, everything kind of worked itself out in the way we needed to. And uh, I mean, we learned some things along the way and we've had um, a lot of different media coverage that was there as well as some of the departments that were there to help and even the National Guard to help with the training. So, I mean, it was killer. And then all the all the staff that was there and everyone that was uh, part of it, it was just, it was amazing. So yeah, I'm from what we were talking a little bit earlier before the show and it sounded like it was amazing we got some really cool video stuff for you guys a little sneak peek action uh 
a little bit later on in the show. But man, you guys are doing some really incredible stuff out there, and it's it's inspiring to see, and it, it gives it's going to give people a lot of hope for sure. Uh, that's one thing I said. I felt inspired and ho- and just full of hope watching that stuff. So super awesome there. Let's catch up on some of these comments. Washington State, Big Earn, how's it going, brother? Uh, Frank Smith, what's up, dude? How you doing? Uh, we're missing David, but he'll be back here in a little bit. No worries there. Hey, Frank. Uh, so we got some some of that stuff going on. We got the videos. We have a stacked panel tonight. I mean, we've got a lot of people, uh, some great people in the industry who are, are are really the shakers and movers in that area. You know, doing some really awesome stuff. So, Luke, do you want to bring in our first uh, our first speaker here and just uh, get a little background on her? Yes. So uh, I'd like to bring in uh, Erica Trombetti from Infinite Events. She is a uh, event planner. She's absolutely amazing. And um, I mean, she does work all over and concentration in um, New England and Arizona. And um, she also is starting with the coalition from the very beginning. So um, I think it'd be great to bring her on, tell her a little bit about herself and tell her how the coalition all started back in uh, April. Absolutely. Yeah, let's get her in here. Erica, thanks Hi, for being guys. on the show. Hi, guys. Appreciate thanks it. for having me. And Ever. thanks for that lovely intro, Luke. You're did so I get awesome. you? How did I do? You did perfect. good. <laughs> did very good. Um, so, yep, I'm Erica Trombetti. I'm the owner of Infinite Events. Our, our main home base is right here in Newport. And we do have two locations in Arizona and in Charleston. So uh, we do um, weddings kind of back and forth. Our main... Um, our main clientele is mostly weddings, so we're just solely wedding focused. I have four awesome girls on my team, and I've been in the industry now. Um, it's going on 11 years, wow. believe it or not. Um, it's been a long time. Yeah. Awesome. So, and Luke and I, and probably a lot of our task force, too, have been, you know, going through this together for that whole time, I would feel like, right? Yeah. From the yeah. very beginning. That's amazing, yeah, man. That's such a long time. So how? So you said you're also doing events in South Carolina too? Yes. So we have South Carolina and Arizona, which is very much open at right, this right. point in time. It's a little bit different than what we have up here in Newport. Um, They still do have some restrictions, but their guest limit and capacity is definitely different than Newport. Um, and then with Arizona, we have the options of outside dining. So it's a little bit more open. Um, then here, and especially being in January, it's a little cold. So we actually have our first wedding this season in um, Arizona in February. Oh, man. Wow, that's really, really awesome. Yeah, it's nice. It's different Very scenery. Cool. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Luke, anything else that you wanted to to add to the uh, the questions here for Erica? Um, Erica, why, why don't you give a little bit of uh, history on on the coalition itself? So how it kind of began? Because Erica, I mean, I, I was involved, but Erica was actually really kind of like, I mean, she took it by the horns initially, and then um you know we kind of went through uh, kind of a roller coaster kind yeah. of setting if you will but erica yeah if you want to talk a bit about how kind of things began yeah that's great so kind of when this all kind of happened in march and april allison barbera actually was um, a hair and makeup artist here and she decided to open up a facebook group and we she invited me right after and we and then mike picard kind of jumped on with us another person in our industry and we grew i mean like overnight from zero to two three hundred 
vendors and just trying to communicate and just be a community of like, what's going on? Like, what are we doing? We are in lockdown. We can't have weddings. Are we moving? Are we not? I um, mean, it was kind of a place to come together. And then Allison and, and I, and she really started to work on, you know, getting letters together, sending them to our representatives and just trying to make a name for ourselves and kind of get some traction and, you know, understanding that we're a billion dollar industry and we bring in XYZ amount of money. I think it's almost $200 million just to the state of Newport and like, hey, what about us? You know, there was no talk about the wedding industry. We're overlooked in so many areas. And it just was like, oh my God, like, what are we doing? At that point in time, I had 32 events and I had to move every single one of them in March and April. And, you know, between charging fees and just rescheduling. I mean, I remember telling my client in October, like, oh, if we're still going through this in October. We have bigger problems. And here we are. Um, so nobody kind of knew what was happening, but as the months went on, we started to open up a little bit. So we did do some weddings. We did one wedding in July. It was very small, 75 people. We did have a bunch of restrictions, the kind of the day, the week of that was kind of thrown on my lap. And I was just like, okay, like I, as a planner, I can't work like this kind of moving forward. So I decided to not take on any more weddings for 2020, just for my sanity and just for our business wise. And that's what worked for me. And then, so as June, July kind of slowed down, we started to notice that our numbers were rising. So now we're in like August, September, I finally got a meeting with Commerce and the Secretary of Commerce. And I was meeting with them and I was like, hey, like for next year, can we work something out? And they were very much into, testing and I kind of give them a bunch of options like 72 hours prior, two weeks prior. So that was kind of our gateway of a decision. And kind of during that time, Kenny and Luke were kind of doing their own type of, you know, getting together because I believe, what did they say, Luke? It was Ramondo <laughs> came on stage and she said, what did uh, she say that we all went, what? She said, um, even with the vaccine coming out, we are going exactly. to be in this for the, uh, the long haul. And that for like, for me, wow. my head exploded. I'm like, yeah, Wait a minute. This, this is, uh, and Ramondo, by the way, is our governor who ironically is um, leaving here to, to run um, the secretary of commerce um, for the country. So, wow. um, but we, when we heard that we, we were just like, oh, wow. And then Kenny and I started chatting and then we all started connecting again. And before you know it, the snowball effect happened again. And this time we had fire. I mean, we, we were like, this, this can't keep happening. We can't be in this, this position again. And like Erica said, I mean, yeah, this was not going to happen in October. And then, I mean, look what happened. I mean, especially up here in the Northeast and, and yeah. other areas that were been affected. So yeah, it, it's, uh, that was, that was the turning point where mm -hmm. we all just said, that's it. Guns blazing. We're going forward and we are going to make every effort to, um, to be heard, to, you know, either give us we, we, our fun. Our, our motto was, you know, eventually it turned into work us or fund us. I mean, we didn't really think about funding till, till the very end. Um, and actually Tony, one of our, uh, coalition, uh, members was really pushing, pushing that right from the get go. And we were like, yeah, we're going to open and we're going to open. And it didn't. So we had to go right. back to the, the funding options and, you know, I think with our, a lot of our, our pushing, we, we did finally get to be heard and, and got funding for people. So, you know, it's been a it's been, a um, you know, uh, an interesting place to be in because we never really thought we I mean, we thought we'd just be doing events and weddings, not having to, 
you know, advocate to, to get together for um, some couple to celebrate, you know, we haven't been able to really do much of that. So, um, and I think, again, that's where Erica, myself, the rest of the task force, the coalition really decided that <clears throat> we're better together and we balance each other out, you know, and, uh, you know, be able to see different aspects of it. And it's great because, you know, Kenny, who will be coming up in a few, is a, DJ, a fellow DJ in our area. Um, you know, Mike's video, I mean, and, and we're all, you know, we just click and I, and I think we click and, and I think that's what helps build us to where we are today. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. We do make a very good team. We very much do balance everybody out. Um, we all have different opinions and likes, but we respect each other. We want what's best. Obviously, like our, my fight is for my clients. Like I have 30 clients that moved their wedding that I want to make sure they get married this year, you know? So they're really my fight to move forward. And then our industry, like we have to survive together. So I fight for us, I fight for my industry and I fight for us to open up in 2021. And that's kind of how everything just kind of happened. And then we put together our phased action plan, which I love. And then Luke was very into doing a mock event, mock event. And that's kind of how that all rolled in today. But I guess we can kind of go over that with everybody else too. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Well, that's powerful. That was a powerful statement, you know, that you're in it with your, yeah, I mean, it, it is a family. I mean, the event industry really is, is a family and I, I love that you guys are looking out for each other up there for sure. Uh, let's just get to some of these comments here real quick and then we'll bring on, uh, our next, uh, panelist here. Uh, what's up? How you doing? Uh, Facebook user, uh, if you want to allow uh, StreamYard access so we can see who you are, so you don't come up as Facebook user, uh, you could do that uh, through StreamYard. Uh, what is that mic box? Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah, we got some mic boxes here. This is my logo for my company, and then we got the wedding business growth on top. I don't know. We got the studio vibe going on here, so we try to try to do some some different stuff for sure. Uh, request now. Wait, what's going on, man? How you doing? Hey, Matt. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Thanks for checking in, brother. Uh, all right. You want to bring in Kate? Are we ready? Yes. So right. uh, so next we are we're gonna bring in Kate DeCosta. Uh she is in charge of Newport Experience, which is uh basically a venue, uh, multiple venues, Ocean Cliff in Newport, Regatta Place in Newport, on um, the Stone House in Tiverton, and um, excuse me, Little Compton. And um, I mean she she's been great. Uh she they hosted the mock wedding today. I mean, they were rock stars with everything that they did. Her staff was uh, went above and beyond. I mean, they killed it with everything that they did. Um, one of her uh, staff members, Erin, was our uh, COVID safety officer. She also administered the, she was trained right on the spot to learn how to, uh, she didn't have to administer the test, but there was a process in making sure, um, you know, the tests were done correctly and we can, you know, follow through. Uh, it was just amazing. So uh, I think we got to bring in Kate because she, right. she's just, uh, like I said, she she was awesome today. So Kate, thanks Hi. for being on with us. How's everyone? Doing good, doing good. So good. I mean, Luke kind of gave you a little bit of an intro, but maybe if you want to just expand a little bit more on on, on what you do and, and how you're uh, playing a role in the coalition and everything that's going on. So my role is the venue and it's a unique role in that we have this coalition of wedding vendors. There are venues that are members of it, but um, regardless of what the, you know, what the restrictions are, the, the venue is the one that's punished if we don't follow the restrictions. So I've had a lot of pressure on myself and my team to do these events anyway, just do it, let's just do it. 
Well, that's great until the city pulls my license and I can't serve alcohol anymore. Or I can't play music anymore. So that's where we walk a really fine line. Um, I, these guys didn't talk much about this detailed phased plan that we put into effect, we're putting into effect. Erica worked very hard on this. It can be seen at our website, which is RICWEP, Rhode Island Coalition for Wedding and Event Professionals.org, R-I-C-W-E-P.org. And it's a good example of how to get your government officials to pay attention and have a very organized phased plan for reopening. So in our venue, we do about 175 weddings a year at one location. This is a, this is a mansion in Newport um, that's been converted into a hotel that has 24 guest rooms and the clients love it. They love it. They take over the whole estate for the whole weekend and they have a ball. And as I said, we do quite a number of weddings in that facility. Our other venue is in a marina right in the heart of Newport Harbor and that the regatta place do about another 75 weddings there. So all in, we are one of the biggest wedding producers in Newport. So when the lockdown started in mid-March, we had three events planned that weekend. So those clients had to be moved immediately. And then it just snowballed from there. Now we have lost $5 million and laid off 200 people. So that's unreal. it's a big deal. And Rhode Island's a little slow to come around, which is why we had to take action and take matters into our own hands. We were fortunate enough to partner with some great, with the, the, the necessary governmental agencies in Rhode Island. That would be Rhode Island Commerce, Department of Health, Department of Business Regulation, and our CVB in Providence stepped up. So without them, this would not have been possible. But it was a, it was a pretty big undertaking to just try to get some attention and and do the right thing. Um, there is no funding. There are no grants left. There is no more money. Our state is going to be devastated by this. As Erica touched on briefly, economically, this is a billion dollar business for Rhode Island annually. My company alone paid not almost a million dollars in taxes in 2019. And there are many like us out there. So I am afraid of what the future looks like for Rhode Island because we are, our number one industry is hospitality mm. and, you know, um, restaurants, events, all that sort of thing. All of the events that are attached to these weddings, the ancillary events, the rehearsal dinners, the bachelor parties, the, you know, the nightly sales, everything that happens, it, these weddings are an economic driver for our state, but in particular for Newport. So as a venue, we get hit very hard. The, the staff, the team, everything is, 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 is just put on hold. And it's, it's not funny, but I have always said until March of last year, whenever my friends were talking about opening a business, I would say, go into the wedding business. It's unbelievable. It's like a license to print money. Well, I'm eating my words now because guess who yeah. got hit the hardest? Harder yeah. than the restaurant. You know, we yep. do have a restaurant. So we had to pivot. So in a restaurant that we would normally do very little business, maybe, I don't know, maybe five, seven thousand dollars was a good day for us. The restaurant was an amenity for our guests that were staying in the hotel. Now, last summer with no weddings, we solely relied on the restaurant. We had to beef it up. We got a great chef who made delicious food, wonderful reviews. 
we were earning about $20,000 a day. So that was a good example of a pivot, but not everyone can do that. So now with the weddings being reduced to 15 people, we're, our hands are tied. I mean, there's no there's no such thing as a 15 person wedding. I mean, they they happen and we're grateful for the ones that do happen. When it first, when we first reopened in July, I guess that's what we started with, right? 15 or 25, I think. We have so, 50, right? No, I think prior to that really small number in July, I think it was like maybe 25. So our, our owner who, we've collected all this money already, right? All these weddings that we're about to have in the summer of 2020 have all deposited. They have 50, $60,000 on, on file with us, you know, on deposit with us. We were having an event, we were having events for much smaller numbers, like I said, 20, 25. And our owner was writing checks for $48,000 to give the, you know, they, they executed their event. They did it within the, within the terms of that the government was putting on us, the restrictions that the government was putting on us. And there's nothing more they could do. You know, they couldn't, they couldn't do any more. So our poor owner was stroking checks for amounts of money. It was, it wasn't good. It's still not good. That's, and that's how we all kind of right. Address everybody on the on the podcast. No. <laughs> well, I, think, I think you were our one side chatted with Luke and Kenny and started to like you. We were like, we got to get Kate on board, you know, and like that's we started our task force. We needed a venue, and we're I'm lucky because we are a single owner, single shareholder. So he doesn't have a, we don't have a board to answer to or shareholders to answer to like a lot of our competitors. So we can be relatively fluid and make quick decisions. And he kudos to him for being flexible and letting us step out. You know, people are afraid to come forward and say, we need to have events because they're, they, they're accused of being like a murderer, you know, it's yeah. a very fine line. Yeah. It's, we have to be extremely respectful of what's going on, but also the numbers don't back up what, you know, what the devastation to our industry. Correct. So when our governor put us on a pause, that was mid-November, just before Thanksgiving. I think it was enacted right after Thanksgiving. Um, we had already been out of work for 10 months, roughly. But we did have the ability to do smaller events. So we did 50, wet, 50 people inside and 100 people outside were the limitations that were put on us. In Rhode Island, we executed almost 700 weddings from August 1st until we got put on the pause. We had no evidence of any cases from the DOH. They came up with some data that pointed to, what was it, Erica, like 96 cases, more than half of which were attributed to weddings that took place outside the Associated. Yes. So there's no data. We're not, we're not hosting super spreaders here. And you'll see later if you, if you show the clips of today's event, we had 42 people walk in the door. They all tested negative. So to be in a room with people that you know have just tested negative for COVID 15 minutes prior or 20 minutes prior or an hour prior gives you a sense of security mm-hmm. that I don't have in a restaurant or I don't yeah. have a church or I don't have anywhere else I go. So it's going to be all about the testing. We need to open up. Yeah. Absolutely. And I, I can tell you just I, I got to watch the videos, uh, you know, off air, you know, before we got on here. And I'll tell you, it, 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 I feel comfortable when I'm not there. So I mean, it's it's really, really awesome stuff. So 
just to catch up here on the stuff, I know I saw a comment come in from request now. Where is Dave? Dave is at an event and he <laughs> will be back. I know everyone, man, we're missing David tonight. Um, he will be back here momentarily or, you know, probably mid show. Uh, but we're rocking out. We're having fun. And, um, you know, we're, we're making ways. I mean, you guys are doing incredible stuff. I know I keep saying it, but I, it really is inspiring. So let's go ahead and bring on uh, Ken. Uh, Luke, maybe just a, a short little backstory on Ken, and then he, we can uh, fill in the rest of it. Yeah. So uh, Ken is from Elite Entertainment. Uh, he's a DJ company like myself in our area. Uh, I mean, he's certainly, uh, you know, been one of the top guys that him and I, him and I are, are honestly like, you know, we, we probably compete for a lot of the same work, but ironically, we don't, it's not a competitive, uh, miss that's, um, I mean, we work well together. He's been to weddings that uh, I've done. We've been to events. I mean, you know, today he, he was actually the DJ today. I mean, it's, it's a great, uh, relationship of, you know, two DJs that in the same market that you really just, you know, we, we know that there's, great work out there and you know we have a great relationship and and even with what we did with this um coalition i think it's really built us up that much more so he's he's amazing dj he's great and he's got uh, amazing talent but um yeah kenny from elite entertainment ken no thanks, thanks for being on, brother how's it going kind words thanks nick thanks for having me appreciate it you guys are great. Everything that I'm hearing, you guys are just killing it. Um, We're there. But uh, <laughs> a little kind of um, history or just kind of some information on me to get to know me a little bit better. So uh, so I own Elite Entertainment. Um, for a long time, it was just myself. Um, and then in the past, you know, five years, we, we've grown where I could take on a couple other DJs. Um, but I've been doing this for 24 years. Um, and some of my some of my uh, fellow members might not know this, but I, I was in the corporate world for um, about 10 years before I took this on full time. But my my end goal was always to um, build this business where I can step away from my nine to five job and really do you know what I love. And I was lucky enough to do that um, with the support of my awesome wife. And uh, it's just I wake up every day and just blessed um, of what we do. And to I think either Erica or I know the case point of what she said about going to the going to the wedding business before this pandemic started, my wife and I were talking about it, how, you know, we said like, I'm in the best business there is. Like people are always going to get married. No matter what happens in the world, people are always gonna get married, we're always gonna rock weddings. And then two months later this happened and then we were all like, we didn't know what to do with ourselves. So, um, yeah, like Erica said, and Luke said, Erica started this, this whole, um, team that we have here. And then Luke and I always kind of kept in touch, but him and I really got close, um, you know, through this pandemic and we were kind of feeding off each other, you know, going through text messages saying, you know, what are we going to do, you know, financially, um, you know, for our sanity, we can't, you know, rock out these parties. So we really fed off um, both of our energy to kind of like, okay, we got to do something. And then everyone else got involved. And, um, you know, like Kate was saying, we, and, and Erica as well, we just have a great team who work together. Everyone has, um, you know, different positives that they bring to the team. Um, so it's, it's, it's just, it's a, it's a really good kind of, I would say more like a family. I mean, 
we we argue like a family we uh we execute like a family uh we have fun like a family um so today at our mock wedding was really the first time that we can really get together and execute what our vision has been through this whole pandemic and really kind of unwind a little bit and you know, you know talk with each other and just have a good time because you know we were all in our elements and it really it really showed to everyone that was there and uh i'm just you know, like everyone else i'm just super excited for the video to come out and really give our uh couples and and everyone else that consumer confidence to really feel good about moving forward with their day and the future of our industry yeah Wow, that's awesome. And I, I love the I'm all about family. I'm all about community, man. So that's that's so awesome. Uh, maybe yeah. a question that I'm I'm just off the top of my head here. Um, so how, how did it feel uh, being a vendor today? I mean, yeah, <laughs> how, how was that? So I mean, it was it was good. It was it was I would say bitter, not bittersweet, but it was great to get it was great to get back to work and play music and get on the microphone. You know, that's what I love. That's where I shine. Um, but then again, I, you know, you have Luke over there sitting down, eating a nice chicken dinner and relaxing and just, uh, you know, sipping on his wine. So, but we, that's but not true. Luke was the best man. He had to be Yes. I have the best man. Plus I had to escort the mother of the, uh, the yeah. groom down the aisle. So I had some, no, I know everybody <laughs> worked. I mean, it was, it was, it was just good to, uh, get back there and just enjoy myself. Awesome. Awesome. All right. We got some, we got a question that rolled in here that I've been holding off on here. Uh, Rob asks, uh, are you also suggesting temp checks and olfactory checks as well as the 15 minute testing? Yes. Yeah. So yeah. basically the 15 minute test is basically should be happening when someone walks in, you, you take their test, you uh, take their temperature. And so you're doing that all at the same time. Um, there is, so today the way it worked was we did everything on site. What we are proposing and we're hoping that we can get approval for is that we can get it for 24 hours beforehand. I will say that we've gotten approval for the vendors to get tested 72 hours before, which is great. So which means the vendors, because all the vendors have to get tested. So we can all get tested 72 hours before. We can either go to a local, um, uh, there's local areas that we can go to that um, you can walk-ins and they have a 15 minute test or venues like Kate. I mean, she could actually administer for her staff. You know, she could do, uh, and we can talk about the licensing, all that, how that worked um, shortly, but we can um, we can have them do it for their, their team. Or again, we can go out, but uh, 72 hours for the vendors. Right now it's the day of, but we are again really pushing for 24 hours. And the reason why is because if someone, if the bride has COVID, yeah. the wedding's off. If a whole bunch of people are going on a trolley or a bus and one of those people on that bus has COVID, guess what? Even if those other people don't have it, they were around it and exposed to it. So they're gonna have to quarantine. So that's why we're suggesting 24 hours. And then the other thing that actually popped in my radar, which totally slipped my mind, was a lot of these people tend to do um, rehearsal dinners the night before. So you should get them before the test, before they get to the rehearsal dinner, before the wedding. So, cause they're gonna be around each other most likely that night and the night after for the wedding. So why not do it the 24 hours? So we are working back and forth on that, but you really need to get the testing in. But I will tell you today, it felt amazing that everyone, you know, if we were nervous, I, I gotta say we were nervous if someone came back um, positive. I know that we had to um, retake the test. Some people had to take the, the test a few times. I think, um, I think Kenny, you had to take it, take it twice. I did. 
Um, but beyond that, um, I mean, it was successful. So I, I, I think it's going to be a way to, to give people a sense of security. Uh, you'll see that in the video. You'll see a couple of people actually mention that. And I feel like there are people that may feel comfortable going to a weddings again, or, you know, maybe you've got a compromised immune systems for some of the older guests, uh, or just, I mean, any guests in general, this is going to give you that, that confidence to see, okay, I feel comfortable coming to a wedding again. Mm -hmm. And I'll tell can I, you. Can I add something else about the sure. testing? So the state of Rhode Island has been um, pretty good about testing. And that's why at one point we had the highest positivity rate because we had the highest amount of testing. Back when this all started, it was impossible to get a test. You know, you couldn't get a test unless you were ill. So now in Newport, Newport is a destination wedding town. So I would say about 9% of our business is coming from our feeder market in New York and Boston. So these people are traveling to come to these events. Newport now, as of yesterday, has two walk-in places that you do need a, an appointment. You can just walk right in and get a, a 15-minute Binax um, now test and have your results immediately. So if this is still in place in the summer, and I hope it is, as these guests arrive into town, just go over to you know to one of these places. If you if you don't have the time or the ability to get a test at home from wherever you're coming from, then just go to one of these places as soon as you get to Newport, get your negative test, and then you can carry on with the weekend. So my vision is that that is how it's go in the future. Yes. So getting your test, uh, you know, you may not have to take the test at one of the venues. You know, you could get the test, you know, at one of these sites. Again, hopefully we can do it within 24 hours. You come back, you show the negative test and it's it's a done deal. That's perfect. That's awesome. And, and just one point I wanted to add uh, to Kate. I mean, I don't know even in any other industry who's doing this extensive amount of testing to where I would I, I feel I would feel almost 100 percent comfortable going to an event. Mm -hmm. I mean, who else is doing this like level of extensive testing? I, I I don't I don't know anyone that is. Maybe the airline industry? Not even. I don't really even know. No, well, I don't think you so. know, we know of one organization that I think is pretty cool. It's called Event Docs, Erica, D O C like Doctor. And it's almost like a food truck that they mm -hmm. have their own testing facility and their doc they're real they're actual doctors. And they come to the facility, to the event site, and they'll test on site. But we don't have anything like that in Rhode Island yet. They're based in New York and they are, it's expensive, it's cheap. Uh, know sure. that the couple is not looking for an additional $60 per person charge on what they're paying, you know, to us, the venue and to all of the vendors that are that are helping put the wedding together. Awesome. So this, is, this is the way to go, in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Guys, once again, we're talking with the amazing people at Rick Webb that are doing some incredible things uh, in the event industry, uh, how we can have safe events again. We've got some really cool video stuff coming up. Uh, I mean, they're making waves in the industry. So really, really cool stuff going on. Uh, Luke, are we ready to bring on our final uh, guest tonight? Yes, last but not least, uh, Mike, um, Mike, well, a lot of us call him Firmino, but Mike Henricks from Artistic Wedding Films and Montage Media Productions. Um, today, he and his team was a rock star. Um, they were the ones that are uh, putting together the production and filming of the training video and everything that's going to transpire from our mock uh, event today. Um, I mean, he's been a friend, a colleague. Uh, he's actually the um, he's actually my daughter's. Um, I, I, I mean, 
I'm sorry. Godfather. Godfather. Yes. My brain. <laughs> it's been one of those days. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm uh, sure. Yeah, I, I didn't have the Dr. Pepper like you did, Nick. Um, <laughs> exactly. Uh, I love Dr. Pepper. Yeah, yeah uh, he every mo every time they got on and they they that's how they do. They start off with a drink of Dr. Pepper. They yeah, we got the little fridge down there too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that these guys do, but yes, thank you, Erica. I, I he's gonna kick my ass later, but yeah, he's my uh, daughter's godfather. I mean, we've uh, he was in my wedding. Uh, we, we're you know we've we've done a lot together. Um, he's just uh, he's very great at what he does. He's a he's a great professional. So I think I butted him up enough. But uh, yeah. bring yeah, on yeah. Mike Hendricks. <laughs> Mike, thanks for being on. I'm happy fellow videographer. I, I love it. That's so awesome. Awesome, Nick. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Wow. And you sound great. It sounds okay. Do I sound okay? Oh, you sound amazing. <laughs> I don't know if there was uh, some internet <laughs> issue earlier, but I don't know what's going on. But hi, everyone. Good evening. Thanks for uh, joining in, and thanks for having us on, Nick. Uh, this is a lot of fun. Thank you for listening to part one of this episode. Be sure to tune in next time for part two on the Wedding Business Growth Podcast.